This is The Morning Rush. The Morning Rush. With Travis Justice and Heather Burnside. This is 1460 KXNO, Des Moines Sports Station. Back at it on a Monday, and yes, believe it or not, pushing the buttons behind the scenes, a man liberated, a man full of life, a man who had a going away week only to come back because he missed us even after one minute, Sean Roberts. Heather, can you believe that he's back in the studio? I can and I can't. Sean, it's good to have you here. Yes. I'm I'm, I'm happy to be here. This I, is I love that you milked it for all it was worth. I mean, you <laughs> didn't even drop that you were staying until after you'd heard your goodbye montage. Well, I It was I well played. <laughs> it's not everybody gets to go to their own funeral, Travis. That's true. We we gave him last rites. We had him, you know, 4 feet out of the 6 feet in the ground, and all of a sudden it went <gasps> I was like the Undertaker. I yeah, sat up. That's that's a good way to look at it. Good you know sports what, save, reference. Saved by the bell means, don't you? Used to be back in the day, Sean. Every once in a while, um, medicine was so not advanced yet that they would actually put someone in the ground. wasn't quite dead with, yet with a string, and then they'd have a string and a bell above their grave. And if they happen to wake up, <laughs> you ring the bell, and then they come over and dig you up. That's what saved by the bell means. Sean oh, was saved I didn't know by that. the bell. Learned something new. Chimps use sticks, too. Did you know that? I did not know that until you read the a couple book. months ago, yeah. Right. Now, so to celebrate, Sean had a busy weekend. Sean had a, a remote out at the draft house on Saturday night for the Iowa game. Packed house, wasn't it? Packed. Packed house. Packed. Sunday, you drove to Chicago to live the sweet life. I tell you what. Um, I now know what it's like to live like Travis Justice, and <laughs> I don't. I, honestly, after what I experienced yesterday, I don't know if I can watch a, another baseball game not like that. It was now. You said on your tweet that you're going to be in the club level, but to me, that was the suite level. Well, it's called the guaranteed rate club, but it was a suite, and you get your own waitress. You get it's did all, you tip her? Yes, okay. it's all you can eat, all you can drink. Um, yes, up yes. until the seventh inning. After the seventh inning, it turns into cash. Okay. So you can continue to drink after they cut off liquor sales. Yes. Which is great. Um, that's how the other half lives, Sean. Oh, I, I tell you, it was funny. This was I, all news to him. I took Jose. <laughs> so Jose came with me, and we were sitting there, and we're going, so this is what money buys. Like, we did not belong in this place at all. It did did it did you guys stand out? Did people know you didn't belong in no, there? No, no. I mean, and there was a mixture of fam- some families. That's a legit question. It is a legit question. There was some you mixture- were wearing a jersey. Well, yeah, I'm not going to not wear my Sox jersey. You know, was anybody else in the suite wearing a jersey? Uh, there was a couple. They had the you know throwback jersey, it, money well spent. Um, so it one of the best experiences I've ever had was yesterday. It's amazing what the sweet life does. No. Oh. Now, I mean, before we, right before we went on the air, Travis, Sean was like, I, I can't go back now. Now I know what it's like to be in a suite. It's going to be really hard to go back. And I'm like, oh, boy. I can't sit down in go. the bleachers with the normal folks. See? Yeah, you can. No. And you will because that's you, you can't afford to be in those seats otherwise. I'm Here just, was the other thing I learned. He can't afford because he got fired from his other job. <laughs> Thanks, Travis. Not a Boom. problem. I mean, let's get rid of the elephant in the room here. Uh, Sean made a very difficult choice, and and we're happy that he stayed here. But Sean doesn't have another job to go to after today, because he was he was given the walk of shame. Did they really escort you out? I was like, yeah, in a way, yeah. 
Now, Heather, the interesting thing is we're not going to put Sean in a very tough situation because they asked him, please don't talk about this on the radio. And Sean's not going to talk about it on the radio. But we are. But we are. Because it sounds like Derek at the bank was kind of kind of jealous. It sounds like Jer- Derek at the bank didn't like the fact that, that Sean was on the radio. Didn't like the fact that he might have been a little more popular than him. That's what it sounds like I would to also me. like to point out that Sean has always been very respectful of his bank job. Yes. Um, he's never said what bank he worked for never out of respect for that job and in part because especially once sean dumped his girlfriend and really started bringing the hot takes and actually being himself he didn't want some of the things that he said and maybe some of the things that he does or does not know to reflect negatively on the bank yes you so always he has never said anything bad about his bank job that's true never and has always the been bank. very respectful of it up to and including today, so he will not be talking much during this part, but we are going to be the ones to share with you that Sean lost his job because he chose to continue to follow his dream. And, and if you don't think Heather and I feel a little guilty about that, because I kind of do. Oh, I I feel guilty. Yes, because we put Sean in a very tough situation Or at least I felt guilty until I found out, because his parents took this news pretty hard too. Um, and of course, they're worried about Sean, how he's going to pay the bills and everything. And then I find out that one reason why he ended up in the suite yesterday is because his his dad knows the CEO of Winfield Bank. We can go with that, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, we so he's worried that. that you're turning down the assistant branch manager job in middle of nowhere, Iowa, when if you really, really want to be a banker, go back home and start using some of those connections. Sean, I'm not, again, this is, uh, I'm not asking you to say anything bad about your former employer, because Heather and I will do that, especially in innuendos as we move forward through the next <laughs> couple of years. But do you think they were actually just testing you? Do you think, do you think Derek in the sweater vest was like, let's see where his, his allegiance lies? And do you think they threw you this, this assistant manager's job that paid like $2 more an hour um, just to get you off the radio? Um, I don't. You know, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. It was a, it was a choice that I thought I was ready to make, and and turn, then we guilted you for a week. Turns out that I wasn't ready to make it, and honestly, I'm happy with my decision. I would say that you, you do seem I relieved. Seem, I seem very relieved. You, ha- you have a different I, I aura to yeah. you, Sean. I, let me ask you this: you, There was a reason why you didn't tell Travis and me what was going on, and I, and you even then admitted, well, it's because I didn't want to be talked out of this. Had we not said a word, had we just kept saying congratulations, bye. I might be a different person today. Hold on. So we did guilt no, you into no, making this I, decision. No, I because I here's the thing is I thought I was doing the I thought I was doing the right thing, but then I thought about what I really truly want in life, and I want to I this I'm going all in on this, you know, and I will be fine. I will get another job. I'm not worried about that. By the way, yes. I already have I have some things in the works, so. By 3 o'clock on Friday afternoon, Sean had another interview. <laughs> yeah, an Derek. Interview. <laughs> Derek. I mean, it took Sean. He walked out of the bank at 11 and was in the lobby of another bank at 3 talking to, and it was a, a listener that hooked him up with that job lead, Travis. Because our listeners are awesome. Our listeners are family. Our listeners can pick on us, but they know when it's time to go to battle for us. They do exactly that because our listeners are top notch. So just in case you are out there in the listening audience, yes, 
Sean is a free agent and looking for a job that will accommodate his hours this on this show. <laughs> Which is really accommodating Heather. Uh, and you. And, well, yeah, but I'm in a different situation because, you know, I'm going to show up every morning and sit down on my desk and be in my basement. <laughs> And that's you have to admit, though, that as somebody that burned through how many producers before Sean, a lot, it's nice to have some consistency, especially given your situation. Consistency is good, especially when you contribute to the show. And Sean, you do contribute to the show on a very high, high level, And, and 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 that's very much appreciated. And that keeps that continuity going, keeps the entertainment going. I mean, if you think the pop quizzes are going to go away, no. I even cut you some slack last week because I, I didn't. Thought wanna, it was his last. I one. thought it was his last day. I go, oh, you know what? I'm just going to I'm going to let him walk out here with his held, head held high, and then he had to walk out of the bank with his head down because he was getting escorted by a security guard. After how many years? It was three, over three years working there. Thanks for your time, Derek at the bank. Loyal employee, good at his job. What was that phone call about? Is somebody uh, just congratulations. Saying, congratulations. So we, went from, so we went from a week of Sean, don't go. <laughs> to Sean, so glad you're here. Do you have to give all your going away presents back to Jen? No, all because right. he's still unintentionally well, I ate funny. The, I ate the candy. You already ate the candy. Candy, yeah. I'm wearing the shirt already. Yeah, Heather wore the shirt on Friday. I mean, the shirt, yeah, the shirt's been worn. So, I mean, it's game used. If, did you get uh, Travis's shirt over the oh, weekend? Did, Travis, did you get your shirt? No, no, no. Ross grabbed his. Nobody tells Ross me. grabbed Travis's. Nobody tells me where. And Ross, Ross is, is in a different. He's in a different country. He is. He's in Canada. He's doing weird things in Canada. So, if by weird things you mean fishing with his buddies, yeah. Going back to the sweet life yesterday. Did you make Jose pay for everything? Because I would have. I'd have been, dude. I we got didn't you. Didn't have to pay for anything. Well, you had a tip. Well, I. How about we, gas? We, we took care of that. How about I, the rent a car? I covered that stuff because this was my. This was my thing. Jose helped drive, though, because I needed it, because we got off the air at 1.30 on Saturday. Did you pay for the extra driver? Pay for the extra? What do you mean? <laughs> Heather, you want to run this by him? Yeah, if you're not driving the rental car, you need to let them know who is. Because if Jose would have wrecked... You'd have been in a lot of trouble. You'd have been in a lot of trouble. That insurance that you thought you had wouldn't have covered you. We were fine. Okay. <laughs> Just to let you know, next time you rent a car, if there's a possible second driver, I actually do that one. I, I don't buy the insurance, but I buy the second driver if I know somebody else is going to drive. Like when I go to Italy, I'm getting a car. Well, see, and I never. And I, it costs me an extra $12 a day. It would cost you like an extra 12 bucks. Wow, that's fine. But that's, that's worth it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So just I didn't know. That. I've just always been. I've just always. It's myself, so. Yeah. Next time you go with somebody, so you buy the extra driver. Just to let you know. Trying to protect you. Trying to teach you. We had to take we had to take elevators up to our our suite and man just a whole different lifestyle. Oh boy, whole different lifestyle. Unlimited Skittles. Oh, unlimited M and M's. You know the waitress comes. She's like, okay, at two forty five, we're gonna roll out the dessert buffet for you. And I was like, ooh, it's two forty five. Yeah, if you look at his <laughs> montage of his his collage of what happened at the game yesterday, uh, did, what even happened at the game? Oh, they won eight Sox? to one. Oh. Well, you would have never known by looking at your pictures because all it was was a food. Well, and our so our seats were uh, so there's three rows because uh, they have seats outside, and then uh, we were first row, right? Did you like the by, bathroom the best? Oh, no See? way! Private bathroom. Exactly. You go in there. You got they got TVs. Hey, Sean, Sean, you're not telling me anything. I don't know. Well, see, I, I lived the Travis Justice lifestyle <laughs> yesterday, and I don't know if I can go back. Jose and I were talking about it yesterday. Like we invested in one big weekend trip. 
You no. Know, no, you did. Jose didn't invest. Well, I'm, saying, I'm saying in the future we invest into a big weekend trip and we, we yeah, do but it how do, you, how do you get those? That, but why would you invest in that? The key is to get it for free, you dummy. Well, <laughs> you know, if you know, free is not an option for the weekend that we decide then to do this. Then you just don't go. Well, you, you wait till it comes back around again. Well, then we make a weekend trip out of it. It's like a little vacay. Hey, if you are following the KXNO Morning Rush on Twitter, we have a new Twitter poll up this morning. And the question is very simple. Will you be watching more of the National Football League? And everybody knows where I'm going with this. I didn't bring up the protest by any means except right there. Uh, 8% say, yes, I'm all in. 35% say, no, I can't take it anymore. And 57% say the same, I like football. So right now the majority is saying, uh, they're just going to keep doing what they do with the National Football League. Are you surprised that 35% say, no, I can't take No, it I'm not. I'm really not. That I thought, believe it or not, Heather, I thought that number was going to be higher. Well, it's early. It is early. So you got a, about two hours left to vote. How much are we going to talk about this? Now you, we'll talk about it. I don't want it to dominate because we've got Iowa's game. We've got Iowa State coming up. Uh, you know, the protest is going to be a little bit, but I don't know. I feel like it, the the main thing that I kept saying, I kept seeing online was, I'm just so tired of of this. All I want to do is just watch my games. I just want to hear about sports. And I was like, so do we just go ahead and make this a protest free zone? Well, a safe space <laughs> for everyone to come where we're not going to talk about this. No, I don't know. It, well, I think you have to you have to acknowledge it. I think. You know, Clay Travis was dominated before um, we went on the air, and I, I found myself agreeing a lot with what he said, and he and he brought up something that we brought up a long time ago. Oh, yeah, just don't do the national anthem with the players on the yes, field. Yes, it's that simple. But I love that he presented that idea like, uh, this like is groundbreaking, yeah. and I, I am the only one that has thought of this because that's what he does. If, he's, if it's in his brain... That means that no one else has thought of it, and I'm like, I can't wait. Here it comes. It's going to be Travis's idea that he brought up a year ago or more. It was interesting because on Sound Off on Saturday night, and this leads into the National Anthem, Penn State was not on the field for the, for the National Anthem. And we had a caller call up who tried to make that a political thing, saying Penn State was trying to protest. Jeez. Can these teams win? I mean, I, I appreciated that if there were teams that didn't want to come out during the National Anthem, just leave it alone. But then people were trying to make that a point of contention. Yeah, the, the the thing that bothered me about the Penn State call, and I think I handled it all right, Sean. You may or may not agree with me, or people may not. I don't I don't know what Penn State does on a regular basis for its home games, so I don't know if Penn State regularly comes out for the national anthem when it's at home, or if it stays in the locker room and sends out its captains. Because traditionally, a lot of teams will stay in for the national anthem, but send out its captains for the coin toss. I understand that, appreciate it. I think that's the way it should be done, because you avoid anything that uh, that could be, you know, bug people. Some teams come out for the national anthem. Is I want to say that most teams in college football are not out during the national anthem. Yes, because it they have all, almost all teams have some sort of entrance ritual yes. going on, and then you don't want to put the brakes on all the momentum and all the hype that you've just built with the entrance to stop for the national anthem. Well, yeah, you come on the field, you play a little John Philip Sousa, then you, you do the national anthem, then you play the fight song. Right, then you crank up the ACDC, yeah. and, and it's time for kickoff. Yeah, you form the tunnel, and they all run out. It's that simple. Uh, Tom was at the Bears game yesterday. Tom, welcome to KX in the Morning Rush. What's up? Morning, Travis. How are you? Good. 
Um, lifelong Steelers fan. Uh, my so sorry sons. about the game. Yeah, I know. Uh, my two sons who have never seen an NFL game alive both live in Chicago, and so I flew in and went and took them to the game yesterday. Had heard in the parking lot, Mike Tomlin's uh, pronouncement in the pregame that they weren't coming out. Um, and, uh, of course, Tomlin and all his coaching staff were on the sidelines, and they stood hands over hearts and watched. You could see Bill Villanueva in the, in the tunnel. Uh, the camera focused on him, the uh, a rock veteran who plays offensive tackle for the Steelers. But <laughs> I'll tell you, when the, when the Steelers came out after the anthem, the booing was exceedingly higher than just an ordinary booing for a visiting team, right? I mean, it was noticeable. And it got worse in the stands from that point on. What did the Bears uh, do? Bears came out and stood. I, I, I watched. I was focusing more on Thomas. We were behind the Steelers' edge and his coaches and Villanueva, but glancing across the field at the Bears' sideline, it didn't seem like anybody was kneeling. But they came out and and, most, and stood almost to a man, I think. And I might be wrong on that because, like I said, I'm across on the other sideline. But um, in, the, in the stands, we were in the club section, the United section, club section, uh, it was pretty brutal. Uh, there, of course, Pittsburgh travels like crazy. There's a zillion terrible towels. But there was a lot of stuff going on. You know, we're the American Bears. Uh, you know, that terrible towel ought to be a communist flag. And, you know, these guys are crazy. Oh, boy. Right? Yeah, it, it was in a section where, <laughs> Sean, believe me, I paid a heck of a lot more for a United Club section seat than you probably would have had to pay for that suite at a guaranteed rate. <laughs> G-spot. So you're with people that you would think would have a little bit of decorum, and they were really much off the rail. Um, so it was the fascinating experience. Uh, didn't like the game result, but the experience was was far exceeding the game. Good call, Tom. Thanks for the thanks, thanks, Tom. For, thanks for letting us know. We'll hear from Mike Tomlin coming up a little later. Then I guess I didn't know how much we were going to talk about this. We don't have to make a huge deal about it but I found it interesting that some teams chose to say we're not going to be divided by this we're just not going to participate there were others that said we're not going to be divided by this we're all going to go out and stand I also have questions about what can what is what constitutes not being respectful because there was a baseball player Blake Matthews I want to say Bruce Matthews that came out he knelt, but also covered his heart and took off his hat. He took a knee, but hat was off, hand over heart. That seemed to be a respectful protest, if that's even a thing. I don't know. Oh, yes. Lots to talk about. You can vote on our Twitter poll. Will you be watching more of the, uh, of the National Football League? Yes. No. About the same. Ryan says, that. I'll bet the majority of people that say they'll watch less NFL will be watching just as much. I, I watch about the same, and you know how much that is? Virtually none. I watch college football. You know, somebody asked me, well, there were people that had tagged me in a post about the Bears-Steelers game, as presuming that I'd be watching, and if it had been 50 degrees yesterday, I'd probably been watching. But it was 90 degrees, so I was at the pool having a great time. <laughs> Um, so I, I figured out that I'm also an NFL fan based on the weather a little bit. You, so you're a fair-weathered fan. I'm literally a fair-weather fan. Not even so much to do with my team, although the Bears 
sucking a lot has altered my viewing habits somewhat. But yeah, I am. It also is literally based on the weather outside. Who's up this morning? Get ready. It's time for Who's Up, Who's Down with the Morning Rush on 1460 KXNO. Des Moines Sports Station. Heather, who's up for you? Sean's up for me. And not just because of, you know, the fact that he's here, that he was at a suite at Guaranteed Rate Stadium. He said yesterday, I found the G spot. And I'm like, well, there's a first time for everything. True. He also was bragging about the, he's like, look, my spelling is the, because he misspelled guaranteed rate. (laughs) And I was like, that is such a White Sox thing to do to not know how to spell the name of your stadium. Then he's like, look, spelling is the least of my concerns. The dessert buffet is here. And he misspelled dessert and buffet. (laughs) No. Yeah. Yeah. It's a thing. Yeah. If if you asked asked him, if you asked Jose, he probably purposely misled you. I asked Jose, I go, hey. How do you spell dessert and buffet? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> isn't he adorable, everybody? He's all ours. It's now official. But you're also up because Dwayne Wade has officially agreed to the buyout. I mean, I know yes! that this was going to, you knew this was going to happen. Oh, they're going to be awful. And it's going to be awful. Are, they deserve it so much. They're going to be they really bad. They deserve to be so bad. Now, D. Wade refused to kick Fred Hoiberg on the way out and, in fact, said that he didn't think Fred Hoiberg had ever been given what he'd been promised with the Chicago Bulls, and that he hoped that, in part because he's leaving, that Fred will finally get some players that are more able to execute his system. He basically said that, Travis. In other words, D. Wade kind of threw management under the bus instead of Fred Hoiberg on his way out. Will that make Bulls fan feel any any better no, about Fred Hoiberg? No, it's not going to, probably. And honestly... We've talked about this before. I'm not sure how much of that is Fred's fault and how much of that is Tim Floyd's fault. That's, that's People forget about Tim Floyd. No, Bulls fans haven't no, forgotten I know, about but, Tim Floyd. But, but you got to be reminded every once in a while, oh, yeah, I forgot about, the, forgot about the Tim Floyd deal. How much of what's going on with Fred Hoiberg still has to do with the Tim Floyd hangover in Chicago? It's the, it's the Iowa State. It's the uh, Marcus Pfizer, Tim Floyd stuff that happened obviously way back when and you know and then fred comes in gars gars has uh his iowa state connections uh, people uh, the fan base is just n- not on iowa state you knew side tim, yeah but what's well, not fair there is once michael jordan left you kind of knew that tim floyd wasn't going to be a success right? right right you know when when you get tapped to do the rebuild or the reset that's probably not setting you up for success now, Who knows? Even Tim Floyd may have seen that coming, but they were giving him a lot of money yes. to be a part of the rebuild. The Kansas City Chiefs are up for me. They, they take be. advantage of three Los Angeles Charger turnovers to beat the Chargers 24-10. The Chiefs, one of two unbeaten teams left in the National Football League at 3-0. and Chargers had more yards. Chargers had more first downs. Chargers had more plays. But the Chiefs get the turnovers, the Chiefs get the win, scoring 14 in the first, three in the second, adding on another touchdown in the fourth. The Chiefs are my up. Who's down for you? Uh, Baylor. <laughs> and I'm so happy about this. They haven't, won get, a, they haven't won a game yet. They came pretty damn close now, Saturday. I was going to, you didn't let me finish. Yeah, they came close to upsetting Oklahoma, which would have been a really bad day for the Big 12 to allow both of their top hopes for the college football playoff to lose. 
because, of course, TCU upset Oklahoma State at home 44-31. to Hi, Frogs. We see you. But, yeah, Baylor now 0-4 on the season, 0-1 in the Big 12. Let's go for 12, guys. The Giants are down for me. As Sean was celebrating his sweet life at the G-Spot yesterday in Chicago, his Giants were in a tight game with Philadelphia, only to have the Eagles have a walk-off field goal to keep the Giants winless on the season. It is what it is. Could care less. Or you Whatever. Couldn't care less. Care less. Whatever. How do you spell dessert buffet? I thought I said, <laughs> well, I don't even, how do I spell it? With two S's? Is that what I did? I'll have to go back and look at your tweets. Anyways, how do you spell buffet? B-U-F-F-E-T. I think that's how I spelled it. Was that Buffett? Warren Buffett. Warren Buffet. <laughs> Two eight four five nine six six. Interact with us on Twitter at KXNO Morning Rush, where you can vote on the KXNO Morning Rush Twitter poll. You're going to be watching more of the National Football League, less of the National Football League, or about the same of the National Football League. Poll is going to be open until about eight o'clock. Vote now at KXNO Morning Rush on Twitter. We'll be back after the, these messages on fourteen sixty KXNO. Yo, traffic. center Glennon takes some turns fits into the belly of the back here's Jordan Howard left of the 10 Howard five turns up field he is in touchdown Bears Jordan Howard had a clear sail into the end zone for the game winner 19 yards and there you go a fade to black moment at Soldier Field they get into the win column in overtime 23-17 victors over the visiting Pittsburgh Steelers that gem of a play was the morning rush play of the day. Brought to you by Fiscus Diamond Jewelers on 1460 KXNO, Des Moines Sports Station. Busy day in the National Football League. A late night on Saturday as the Hawks lost to Penn State 21-19. And a disappointing loss because Penn State scored its touchdown on the final play of the game. But what we watched on Saturday with Saquon Barkley was am- amazing. The guy is a freaking... Superman, and he, in my mind, right now is leading the Heisman Trophy race. I'm ready to give him the Heisman right now after what I saw. 300-plus yards of all-purpose yards. He was doing some things that you just shouldn't be able to do as a human being, like hurdle a player and take a hit in midair and still stay on your feet for, like, nine yards. The amazing thing about it was, Heather, he was doing stuff like it was in the backyard when you could just freelance and improvise when you're playing against your buddies. And when you played, you know, five on five or even 10 on 10 or 11 on 11 in the backyard growing up, when you could just throw a pickup game, you always had the one good athlete. You had the kid that you drafted first because you knew he was, he was super fast and was athletic at age like, you know, eight, nine and 10. You drafted Sean Roberts. Yeah, exactly. Cause he's a phenomenal athlete, but the the way he was improvising on the field was a work of art. He was like Picasso on the Kinnick Stadium turf, and I and I don't I don't want to take anything away from Iowa's effort. Iowa's effort was amazing. Iowa it surprised me by keeping it as close as they did, especially when you look at the number of yards the Penn State offense racked up. And I think Iowa is a better team than maybe I even thought 
We're going to find out more this weekend when they go on the road to Michigan State and how they handle losing in a disappointing fashion. But let's give credit where credit was due, and Barkley is a stud. Just a stud. Like I said, if I was voting for the Heisman, he would get my vote right now. And McSorley, man, give that guy. He's got he's got kahunas. He's got he's got just big ones down there. That last play of the game, just a perfect strike. And it is a game of inches. It is. Was that Hooker in the end zone that it almost like went through his fingers? It you know, went in between his hands. And I didn't. I notice mean, he it. thread the needle on that pass. And I didn't notice it. Till and there the, were two possible receivers. Till the replay of the from the end zone shot because the sideline shot it looked close, but it looked like Johnson was a lot more wide open than what he was. Then when I saw the end zone shot. I think Hooker, it was Hooker, who said, listen, if I would have went up with one hand instead of two, he probably would have tipped it. But again, you don't know that for sure. Sure looks like it. And you're right, Heather, it's a game of inches. And like I said, there were two possible receivers crossing in that same area. Maybe they interfere with each other. It was just, that was an incredible play. I sat there the whole time just thinking, oh, my God, oh, my God. At one point, remember, I texted you and said, it feels like Penn State should be up by 30, the way they were controlling the ball. They ran 99 offensive plays. Think yeah, about that for a second. First downs, 29 to 11. Iowa's offense was so inept in the first half, the, and, they were, and they were leading at the half. And total offense, 579 to 273. But it does, that's a case where the statistics don't tell the entire story. Because if you were just to read the stat sheet without looking at the scoring column, you would have said that would have been a blowout. You would have said that could have been like last year's game where they put 40 on them. And I was only able to get into the end zone twice. But I'm not. Now, a lot of people are mad at the way Penn State celebrated after the game. Said it was unsportsmanlike. And I get that, but can we also say, how would you react if you scored on the last play of the game? I would be a total ass. I would be like Mr. Cocky. I'd be right there with you. Yes. Of course you would. Both, and I'd I'm be speaking telling, of, I would to be both of you. giving people a piece of my mind. He, that, this kid spent five minutes apologizing for his reaction. And I understand that, too. But I, I didn't look at it as any disrespect. I didn't either. Matt, welcome to the Morning Rush. What's up? Hey, uh, I happened to be at the game on Saturday, and it was just phenomenal. Um, I, I would tell you the best part for me besides the, the game itself would have been at the end of the first quarter when everybody put their, their lights on and waved to the kids up in the, um, the hospital. That was it's, – it was uh, – one of those things where it's like you're the first group of people to ever do this, and it's pretty sweet to be involved in it. Um, I do have a couple of questions for you. Um, I noticed that sound off is it seems like it's taking a longer time to actually get the show on than it has in years past. Is there something changed with that? No, it, it all depends on how long Gary goes for their post game. So we can't go on the air and tell Learfield. <laughs> And the Iowa Sports Network is on the air now. As soon now we and then the problem was this, uh, Matt, and that is 
So we had we were scheduled to start at eleven thirty. We didn't go on the air till eleven forty five. Unfortunately, we have to make up those commercial spots that were supposed to air early on within that half hour time frame. Now, as soon as Gary went off the air, we we went right to um, to us, but we took like one phone call, did a little thing, took commercial break, and that first half hour was tough because we had to make up a lot of commercials. But the reason we're well, getting on so late is because Gary on home games they talk a lot, and that guy on the week, whoever pre, who what's his name? Um, I forget. Rob Brooks. No, no, who does the the pregame? He's horrible. Um, <laughs> does the, the the the? I know the, you're talking about. I forget his name yeah, too. Yeah, he does the the Colin show when they're on the road. Um, I okay, I, off the top of that, I don't know, but like, I guess where I'm coming, it's kind of funny because I'm getting almost back to Ankeny, and then you guys are coming on. Whereas yeah. I swear, last year it was like literally as soon as we were getting out of Iowa City area. We were, you guys were coming on the radio, so it just was a something my wife and I had noticed because we kind of looked forward to listening to everybody bitching moan and then it'd get me. It's kind of the way things worked. All right, thanks, thanks Matt. Matt. Appreciate thanks. it. I do agree that sound off starts too late. I don't disagree with. Yeah, you. we're not we're not we're, arguing here. We, I know. We, trust I know. me. I I after Kirk Ferentz gets done talking to Gary, we'd like to just take control and say, "All right, see you later." We can give you the stats, but that's out of our control. Time now for On This Day in Sports History. It was on this day in 2014. Derek Jeter played his last game at Yankee Stadium. And now he, he, he did a he had a walk-off in that. And then walk-off hit. Walk-off face hit. In 2014? Yes. So it's already been three years yes. since I've seen Derek Jeter play? Now, this was his final wow. home game. And then this last weekend, he sounds like before he even gets to take over the Marlins, he fired like Andre Dawson whole bunch of other dignitaries that were special advisors to the Marlins. Wanted them out. Well, Welcome to New Ownership. Swamp. He's announcing Miami. his presence with authority. Drain the swamp. Drain the swamp. <laughs> it's the Morning Rush on 1460 K. From the Royal Mile Inbox, Rex is talking about Saquon Barkley. He says they were going to wear that guy out. Barkley's a beast, but he's overworked for a long run. I would agree with that if he's going to play as much and have as many touches as he did Saturday, Travis. Yeah, it's. But he is also freaky strong, too. You know, and he went. I was actually. I know every Iowa fan was probably hoping that he got injured when he when he twisted his knee or, an, or ankle on the turf. I was like, dang, I, ho- I want to watch him the rest of the year. I want to see what this guy can do. I do, too. I don't. I don't want to see him go down like that, that's for sure. Um, this just in from the KXNO, KXNO Morning Rush Twitter poll. Um, with 226 votes cast so far, uh, will you be watching more of the NFL? And right now, the same. I like football is leading at 54%. 35% of you can't take it anymore. You're go- not going to watch the NFL. 11% are still, I'm all in. So 65% are either still all in or maybe even more, or watching the same amount of NFL football. I thought the no, I can't take it anymore would be higher. Well, I know that I didn't really want to talk about this a whole lot, but we're going to start the top five. Number one. With the anthem protests. Um, And I guess you can start by talking about two black NFL head football coaches and their various takes on it. 
Um, Mike Tomlin and the Steelers, with the exception of one player, decided to not take the field for the national anthem. Um, and here's what Mike Tomlin had to say about it. We will not be divided by this. Um, we got a group of men in there, man, that come from different socioeconomic backgrounds, races, creed, ethnicities, and religions, and so forth. Um, that's football. That's a lot of team sports. But because of our position, we get drug into to be quite honest with you. And yet then one guy ended up coming out for the anthem. And they actually, well, hold on here. That's not just one guy. I That's know his, okay. he served. I understand who he was. But if you're going to do this as a team, he should have been in on it too, I guess. Well, they said he was surprised. A lot of The report on ESPN is a lot of Steelers were surprised that Villanueva went out there. You're talking about Alejandro Villanueva, who is a West Point grad, an Army Ranger, served terms in Afghanistan. And there were some that were not happy about it, and some said, "Listen, he's that's a different case." And I don't think you should ask a guy like that to make a stand because is this making a stand or just trying to avoid the issue? Because what have you been saying all along? If you don't want to take a stand either way, if you want to avoid the issue, you don't take the field before the national anthem is played. That's true. I, and, and so that's, that's I feel fine. like Mike Tomlin and the Steelers were attempting to remove themselves from the equation that they, too, don't want to make this a political issue. And so they decided as a team that the easiest way to do that and to not let them divide them as a locker room or even between the team and the fans is to just not take the field before the national anthem. And then Villanueva went rogue. So you're disappointed in Villanueva? I know. That's just that's where this issue is, though. I understand that he's a West Point guy and he wants and, and served and he couldn't be a part of that. I guess I, I yeah, I. It seems like you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. That, in that's this. his whole thing. I because I don't think either side understands either side. I really believe that. And here's the other thing: uh, the Bengals and Marvin Lewis have tried to keep off-field topics off the field. They like we want to concentrate on winning football games. Of course, then Donald Trump decides to speak out about the NFL. And now here's what Marvin Lewis has to say. They weren't going to let divisive words divide them. And um, that's the conclusion they came to. And uh, to be very respectful of the anthem and to stand together uh, and focus on what we want to do. And that's win football games. And we've been consistent with that all the way through. And uh, so uh, it stops and starts there. So the Bengals stood but locked arms. Is that being disrespectful? Um. No, I don't think but it is. But yet I saw that. I saw people picking apart like, oh, good, the Vikings didn't take a knee, but they didn't cover their hearts or they were locking arms. You know what I thought the most disrespectful part, one that was the one that happened in London, where I don't care if you kneel for the national anthem, it's your prerogative, but then you stand for the for the England one. Yeah, that was a little. Stay kneeling for both. Yeah. Is that just a, you know, like, okay, now it's, I don't care either way, so I'm just going to start stretching out? Yeah. I, I Listen, I go back to what I've said before. Um, and, and you're right, the Steelers probably did the right thing. But they, and I, they didn't come out in two, until 2009. If that story is correct, NFL teams didn't start coming out for the anthem until 2009. 
And they did that because that's when they launched that Patriotism Week thing. Right. So if they could be just like every college in the world, do all your pomp and circumstance. But are there bands at NFL games? I don't even know. No. I think like well, the, the Ravens had like, one. And I think the Redskins have a band, yeah. don't they? Yeah. So I guess start hiring like bands to come like play the pregame. That that would make that just make it easier. Bring in marching bands. And unfortunately, we're not completely done talking about this because, for instance, if Sean had gone into the bank on Friday and just said I quit, could they still fire him? That's kind of what you've already hey, said. Hey, Sean, since they fired you, make sure to file your unemployment. They owe you unemployment. I told him that, and he said, no, they don't. Yes, they do. He he argues that they fired him for cause. They didn't fire you for cause. What's the cause? He didn't take a promotion, and that embarrassed them. That's not a cause. We need a lawyer. We need a lawyer to call this show right now. 284-5966. They escorted Sean out of the bank. The bank is trying to get out of its responsibility of paying unemployment. We need a lawyer right now, pro bono, but we need a lawyer for Sean because he deserves unemployment. He gave his time. All he said was, I didn't want to work. I didn't want a promotion. That's not cause. Sean, did you say you didn't want to be your job, your other job anymore? Sean? Sorry, I was answering Did you the say you didn't want to do your other job? Do what other job? No, I, I... You wanted to. You went to your desk, didn't you? I went to my desk. You were not fired for cause. You were fired because you wanted to work, but not in a promotion that you didn't feel you were ready to take yet. Lawyer, please call right now, 284-5966. And that's not even technically what I was talking about. You know what I'm talking about, though. I know, they I know. owe you unemployment. I said that, too. It's a morning rush on 1460 KXNO. All right, we're going to get to OW before we get to the top of the hour. What's up? Well, real short and real quick. I'm a vet, and if you don't want to, if you don't want to stand and all of that, it's real simple. Get out of my country because that's the reason you can do whatever you do. Okay, but I'm a little confused. You fought for the right for them to be able to do that. They can and have now the you're... right to do anything they want, but if they don't want to, if they don't want to stand for my flag, get out because I won't put up with it. All right, thank you. We'll discuss that on the back side. And also, we need a lawyer, 284-5966. Derek at the bank, intimidating Sean. The Better Business Bureau. When you start with us, you start with trust. Find reliable companies at bbb.org. From the WCI Pools and Sports.